Hello, everybody, and welcome back to week 14 of the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our spread picks show where we give you our top five favorite picks, including our locks of the week. I believe we're coming off of another pretty solid week. Oh, yeah. Cash those tickets. It's, it's, it's been a very, very good year uh, in general for, for this podcast. I feel like narrowing it down to our favorite five has been yeah. has been the for sure. <laughs> it keeps it a lot lot shorter and it just gets straight to our favorite, not just going over the yeah. game. Yeah. So without further ado, we will get into uh it, no one has a pick on Thursday night football, right? Am I seeing that? No. Right? Correct. Okay. So <laughs> starting out Sunday fo- Sunday. I don't know, I was gonna say Sunday football. Uh we got the Vikings. The early slate. Yeah, the early slate on Sunday. Uh, Vikings going to play the Lions. And most people are going to be shocked by this line. The Lions are favored by two and a half points against the, what's the Vikings record? Ten and two. Ten and and two two. Vikings. So, we got a high over under. I mean, you got two defenses that aren't very good, two offenses that have been pretty good. Uh, it looks like I think we all have picks here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have two, two of two picks within this game, actually. Um, we'll start with you, Alex. Yeah, this line screams that Vegas knows something that we don't, and that always is like a little bit of rat poison, <laughs> a little bit of cheese in the mouse trap, and and Vegas is just waiting for you to to take Vikings ten and two. Getting points in Detroit. Um, I don't know, man. These new look Lions can put up points. This, do you think this is the most publicly bet, publicly bet game of the year? I would assume so if it stays like this. Yeah. It's going to be up there for sure. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm back and forth on this. I think I'm going to have to go with Vegas, though. Give me Detroit at home under a field goal minus two and a half. I don't know why. I really don't. The only the only explanation I got for it is that this line makes no sense. And so I'm going to take the side that my senses are telling me not to take, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to eat the poison. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. Give yeah, me all yeah. the poison. Corey's going for the cheese. Cor- yeah. Corey's I'm... going. Corey is going. Yeah. He is the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I, I think this is, this is a special spot where – Vegas tries to uh, people just try to like outsmart themselves. Be like, why is this line like this? Why? Like no, I just, Vegas doesn't like I just try did. to outsmart anyone. That's not what they do. Dude, they, they I'm just saying that they think's right. This well, this is not right. The Lions are not two and a half point favorites. I don't care. All right, let, I'll just say this: DJ Chark is going to crush the Vikings. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay, well that's that's wow. sweet. DJ Chark, come on. DJ Chark is going to erupt this Sunday. That's whether who wins. I just want to say DJ Chark. Nick, how about you fix your internet? Oh no! So many good players. (laughs) Ah, this Nick, you man, you gotta fix your internet. There you kind of. And he's gone again. Corey, go ahead. Continue. Yeah, no, I'm no, Jay Jets is going to run circles around this secondary. He didn't the M. first Thielen, time. M. Thielen's going to look like he's back, back in the prime about five years ago. This is going to be a TJ Hawk revenge game. Yeah. Give me, 
Give me the Vikings. Give me TJ Hawkinson anytime touchdown. Give me his over in yards. This is going to be ugly really quickly. Um, I could see the only way I could see this getting close is the Lions coming through the back door like they usually do and um, surprising people. Not a lot of people, you know, the back door is always surprising. So, but I mean, <laughs> it's always surprising. I <laughs> mean, the Vikings here plus two and a half. Lions, to your point, Corey, what, what are Lions? Five and seven? Four and yeah. seven? Something like Corey, that? Corey, Corey doesn't like surprises through the back door. No, I don't. <laughs> um, only if, you know, I give consent. Um, the Lions are 5-0 and oh ATS. I will say that in the last, the last five. five. Minnesota, though, Minnesota 5-1-1 one one in the last seven. So they're pretty split. Um, over 14 last 20 have gone over for the Vikings over has gone over 10 last 14 for the lions. Um, yeah, I just, this is, it's too easy. All right. Well, Corey, I'll part with you. We can meet in the middle here because I refuse to take the Vikings spread straight up. Cause I'm just way too scared. Like I actually do think the lions can keep this close. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tease. This is the first, I think this is one of the best teaser opportunities, even though the line is scary, but I think the Vikings can at least keep it within eight and a half points. Perfect line for a teaser. So this is going to be the first leg. And the last leg is much later on uh, in this show, but yeah, this is the pillar of the teasers this week. Last week, I forget who it was. That was the pillar, the giants. Yeah easily that teaser was passive flying colors um yeah very but, similar spot and again yeah. you're like how are they not favored getting, yeah i just think those extra sixes yeah and, and but the other so this is the first leg of the teaser but my, an actual pick from this game as well as the under 53 and a half um divisional game uh, last time we saw like Justin Jefferson did actually, it's been, he had one of his worst games of the year against the lions. The last time they faced, um, you know, I think he can get really close to this line, but I, I just think 53 and a half is a lot of points. And uh, in the second time they're facing this year, I'm going to go ahead and take the under uh, on these two teams. Yeah, when you got a total that high too, it's it's always great to know if it's gonna hit in like the first by the end of the first quarter, you kind of know. In these yeah, games. you're so, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. clean. Um, and yeah. Nick, it looks like Nick had a pick, but until he's able to f- join us, um, Seven Eleven cut his internet off again. Yeah, <laughs> it's too bad. Um, All right. Okay, well, I think we'll, I think we'll, he was on the Vikings. It, the way that he was talking sounded like yeah, Vikings. But we'll, cir- we'll circle back to him. You know, yeah, he'll he get back to... on and run yeah. through his. Okay, so next we got the Jets coming to play the Bills. Nine and a half spread. Another a lot of divisional games this week. This is like the divisional week, besides a few. Uh, Jets going to play the Bills. <clears throat> Jets, you know. They have a very tough schedule down the stretch here, and they got to win some games to get that last one of these last last playoff spots. So, uh, Corey, what do you got for us? Yeah, the Jets suck. They they suck. They have no quarterback. It is what it is. You know, it sucks. They you know they were trending the right way this year. Uh, Rob Sala had you think Zach Wilson or Mike White's better. Uh, Mike White. Okay. 
and he sucks. So solely, just, almost, yeah, almost solely because the team is behind him, right? Like he doesn't he passes more. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's, he's accurate when he's throwing the wall, at least. Yeah. Or, or at least a little bit more accurate than Zach Wilson. I mean, who the Jets played last week? They played the Vikings. Vikings, yes. Right? Did not cover. Yeah, the Vikings, 27 22, I believe. Yeah, they the Jets came back and they had a chance. Win. They literally were on the goal line as yeah. time went out and Mike White threw a pick. So they had a shot at it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're going to be close in games because that defense is going to keep them there. But that's against like, I mean, that's Kirk Cousins. That's not Josh Allen. I, I know this is a little bit different. I mean, <clears throat> the Bills haven't been as a wagon, as of a big of a wagon as people have thought they would be or has or as earlier right now they've hit their yeah. like mid-season skid a little bit some injury yeah yeah that's fine i mean they're still gonna win this game and i i honestly still think they absolutely cover this um this game is in buffalo buff playing in buffalo is a different animal than playing in front of your home home crowd in new york so i'm gonna take the bills here minus nine um though the again the trends are not in the buffalo's favor two and four ats last six um, but, and the, one of the plays that we're looking at here would be the under 43 and a half, kind of like last week when I took the lock of the week for the uh, Titans Eagles said the Eagles would at least get to 30. Um, and they did. And then the, you know, the Titans got 14, which covered it. Um, this could be an under game as well, where the jets get to like 28, 30 points and, you know, the bills or the, sorry, the bills get to 28 to 30 points. And, the Jets maybe get to 10. Um, yeah, so I, I like the under two. I lean it, but yeah, give me the Bills minus nine and a half just to blow the doors off of Mike White and the, the Jets. All right. And uh, once again, we'll have to wait for Nick. It looks like he had a pick here. Um, all right. Next game, we got the Browns going to play the Bengals. Bengals on fire right now. Got Jamar Chase back. Their offensive line finally coming together, like was expected. And uh, uh, looks like Corey, you got a pick here. Now I do have a pick, and it's the pick of the year, as people would say. No, it's not. No, no, no. I was like, not, no. Um, I do lean. I do. I do lean Brownies plus six. It's a divisional game. Um, but I'm going to actually take the over here, forty-seven and a half. Um, both teams have good offenses. You know, last week the the Browns did struggle with Deshaun Watson is and you know that was kind of expected. Um, you know, I thought he performed a little better and in PB you're right, he looked rusty. But I mean, when your defense scores 30 points, I mean, you don't gotta that's do much. The Texans, though. I know that's that's totally fine. The the Browns always play the Bengals close. I mean, it's always oh. a close game and it's divisional game. It's like Browns have to keep winning to have a chance at the playoffs. So you know the Browns legit have to win every game to make playoffs. The Bengals have to to keep winning too, man. They're not just skating in. No, the yeah, but the Ravens with Lamar out like that definitely makes it easier path. But yeah. Yeah. Um, the main reason why I'm looking at the over here, um, last time you know the Bengals in Cleveland played in Cincinnati, that game went over. The game before that in Cincinnati went over, the game before that in Cincinnati went over. The game before that 
what I'm saying is every time the Browns and Bengals play in Cincinnati, it goes over. So I'm going to take the over here. Um, I think it is what what is that right now? It is 47 and a half. Yeah, give me give me that over. And I and I lean, I lean the Brownies to cover this. Um, I think Deshaun Watson actually has a good game this week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the other side of this one. Uh, I still think Deshaun is knocking off some rust in this game. Um, we saw it against a terrible defense in the Texans. Obviously, there's a lot more going on outside of the game, uh, uh, you know, outside of the field itself in that one. Um, but I, I still think he's a bit going to take him a couple of games to get going. Like he's not two years is, is quite a bit out of football. Um, they do always play close. I, I am a bit worried about a late, you know, a late drive to, to cover six here, but the Bengals are rolling um, nine and one ATS in the last 10. 17 and three ATS in the last 20, um, nine and three on wagon. The year. wagon, uh, them and the giants, both nine and three on the year, best ATS teams in the league right now. I will be on the Bengals minus six, uh, to win by a touchdown here. All right. Corey. Also, it's not too late to take back your statement about the Bengals not making the playoffs. No, I'm, I'm not going to just flip flop like Nancy over here. You can uh, flip flop when you realize the take was bad. It's not a bad take. Okay. If you want to hold on to that take, I will take it. And if it happens, I'll, I'll eat the L just like your saints ate the L last night after the <laughs> enormous text from one through four and a half or three and a half quarters that we got from you. Yeah. All right. Well, it. all right. Uh, next <laughs> we got the Jags going to play the Titans. Titans are four point favorites. Um, Lawrence looks like he's avoided any injury. He should be playing. That this was a scary hit, dude. I thought yeah. he was done. I thought he was so definitely done. They got scary. lucky with that one, I think. Yeah, definitely got lucky there. That, But, you know, he's going to be back here playing the Titans. Uh, I'm the only one with a pick here, and I'm taking the Jags uh, plus four. Uh, just not a Titans guy. Love him some like, Jags. Yeah. Yeah, you the Jags. You love off. I'm I believe in Trevor Lawrence. I think he's the better quarterback in this game. Divisional game. I think he can keep it within a field goal. Like I said, the Jags have played close games all year long. You know, last week, you know, it was it was a bit different, but um mostly the they Lions. played what? Against the Lions. Yeah, Come well. On. The Lions are now playing the Vikings. Like the Lions' offense is, is good, you know they they are. Um, but yeah, against the Titans, which I think is a vastly overrated team, they always just—I don't even know what it is. They they just like sneak into the playoffs and they always get just beat. Like every single year, it always happens. But they're I think feisty. the Jags, what? They're a feisty team. Like, yeah. Like they definitely embrace Vrabel's nature, like and embody Vrabel as a coach. Basically, like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I think the Jags are a team that's on the rise, and I think the Titans are a team that are on the decline. So, I'm just gonna go ahead and take the points here with the Jags uh, in its divisional game, low total, keep it close. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I. I... I just don't think Trevor Lawrence is there yet. I mean, he's like, he's so inconsistent. I mean, 
he just I he's shaping. Yeah. I just think he's shaping him to be a very good quarterback. I mean, he could. We we very well could. He just it's it just it scares you when he has such a great yeah when he has such a great matchup. It was like what seventeen for thirty, like a hundred yards and like a touchdown. Like he did not look good. I know he got hurt and like that plays, you know, a part of like the way he performs. But man, if that's if that's your franchise quarterback, don't even put him back in the game. Like get him out, get him out. Don't play him. Well, not making the playoffs. Well, on to the next game. We got the Texans. This is the possibly the biggest spread I think we've had in this entire season. And this is typically when you see them later in the year, you find out who the really dominant teams are and who the teams just absolutely suck. And uh, we got the Texans going in to Jerry World to play the Cowboys after – the Texans just got stomped by the Browns, and the Cowboys just completely railed the Colts. No, they didn't. That's not how that okay. that, that scoreline is so. All right, whatever. Right. Round two. All right, chill out. Chill out. You chill out. <laughs> no, you chill out. Most you chill points out. scored all year long. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, looks like Alex, you got a pick here. Yeah, um, I'm second guessing it now. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I. We might be on the same side here, and you might. I don't think you should second guess this. Texans plus seventeen. That's too my lot. Points. They get paid to play football too. It's way too many points. The Cowboys are a team. We've seen it a couple of times this year that dominate bad teams. The Texans are definitely that. But I think two plus touchdowns. If the Cowboys get up that big that early. They're going to sit guys and give the Texans kind of like what happened with the Dolphins game and the Texans. It's like Dolphins go up 30 nothing or whatever. Tua sits, Waddle sits, Tyreek sits, and the Texans come back and cover 14. I think a similar thing could happen here. So it's gross, but this is too many points. Yeah, the Texans plus 17 are my lock of the week. I might have been talking up the Cowboys and talking down the Texans, but this is the NFL, and 17 points is just is just way too many points. You know, the the Texans have only lost one game this entire year by more than 17 points, um, and they they've played some good teams throughout the year, um, and they've kept them within 17. Uh, this is just all this just comes. I mean, the Texans are terrible. The Cowboys, I think, are going to the Super Bowl, but this is again just it's too many points. 17 is too many. Taking Texans as my lock of the week. Yeah. Wow. That how embarrassing would it be to be the Texans locker room and just like I know guys don't look at the spreads and don't see all. It comes, I'm sure it comes across their their timeline, their feed, whatever. To see that, that's got to add some extra fuel to a dying season, right? You're like, we're going down, but we're not going down like that. 17 yeah. points. Yeah. That's it's just, it's so the NFL. It's just so disrespectful. Dude. And it's not like the Texans, like the Texans defense is actually not, their run defense, very bad. Their pass defense is actually not – it's actually decent or above average. Um, so, you know, I, I'm fine with taking 17 points here. I think this is – could be a very – a lower scoring type game. 
And then, yeah, I'll go ahead and take 17 in that case. I think you'll be, I think this game, if you're taking the Cowboys, you'll be sweating it way more than if you're on the Texans side, I'll say. Oh, absolutely. Cause you know, the Cowboys are going to get out to a lead. So like if you're betting the Texans, like maybe don't tune in until the second half. If you're betting the (laughs) Cowboys, you're going to be sitting there like chewing your nails until the like fourth quarter clock ends. Yeah. Like, I mean, it first, like first quarter ends and it's 10, three, you know, you're still like, oh, they got to still get like, it not they, they happen, but over 70, like yeah. this is, I think like a push maybe at worst. Um, It's just so many points. If the Texans beat the Cowboys, are the Cowboys still going to Super Bowl PB? These Cowboys are my Super Bowl pick right now. So yes, even if the Texans win, I'm still, Do you have a ticket in on that. Uh, No, I don't yet. I should probably do it though because i do think they have go on a big run here um yeah i think it's cowboys chiefs well but the thing is like i, I think the chiefs still win it all but yeah it's yeah. tough now when you get in those like top couple of teams like i guess plus 800 for the cowboys still has some good value but like it's yeah good. that's, that's to go to the super bowl or win it to win it okay yeah, like, and I don't like it on the line of like, in my opinion, of like, there's still some value there, but at anything lower than that, probably not worth it. Right. Given I mean, if you, you got to think though, if you do like them to get the Super Bowl, I mean, what what are their odds going to be when during the Super Bowl game? I mean, to me, lower than eight. right, right, so, uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't think they you have win to be really confident in your bet is what is all I mean. Yeah, so, it, I, I'm not confident. In the who's coaching there, PB? Your favorite coach? Yeah, I don't like the coach, but I like uh, their offensive coordinator, and I like the team. Like, they just have a team that is dominant on both sides of the ball, um, and I and the NFC is just weak. Like, th- with with uh, you know the Forty ers might have been my, it would have been the Forty ers or Cowboys if the Niners didn't lose Jimmy G. But Jimmy G might come back now, and I don't think Purdy is a big da- a big downgrade. But Forty ers are still very good. Um. All right, now we got the Chiefs going to play the Broncos in Denver. Always one of the tougher places to play. Um, minus nine favorites, forty-three and a half total. What do you got, Corey? Uh yeah. Give me the team that likes scoring points against the team that doesn't score points. Um, or if they do score points, it's no more than seventeen. Um, yeah. Give me the give me the Chiefs here coming off a loss. I don't know. Patrick Holmes' record coming off a loss. I assume it's probably pretty good. Um, and then you're playing a divisional opponent that you historically have just beaten the shit out of your entire career. Um, yeah, get, I, I know it's a huge spread, and Chiefs have always historically not covered big spreads. Um, and it's a divisional game, you know, over-under is 43 and a half. Like, again, the Chiefs are a team that could put up 30 points, and the Broncos put up, again, their 17 points. Um, so I like the over here. But I'm I am taking Chiefs minus nine. Um uh yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. Pretty good, pretty good playing against Denver. Ten and three in their the last 13 straight up. Denver five eleven AT, ATS in the last 16. I mean, if you like the under, I mean Denver's the under team of the year. Um, but I again Kansas City will probably put up 30 points in this game. Thank you for teeing me up, Corey. Give me the under 43 and a half. I am betting every single Broncos under for the rest of the year. 
because <laughs> it is a gift from the sports books. That game. Oh my God. That Ravens Broncos game. Dude. So bad. Their defense is so good. And their offense has just set us up for so many unders. One of the worst. Thankfully, it was only a red zone piece for like 30 seconds of the entire game, but that had I, to go ahead. No, I, I just totally forgot that game was playing. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. if I didn't have any like any fancy players during that game, I've been like, right. wait, is this game delayed? Canceled? Yeah. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Um, yeah. So, I mean, give me the under 43 and a half. Um, I could very easily see, see this game being like 27 10. Um, you know, the Chiefs kind of take their foot off the gas late in the game, up big for most of it. And the Broncos, they just can't score. They can't score. So uh, under 43 and a half, and I most likely will bet every single Broncos under the rest of the way. <laughs> Do you, Are we now taking like under on Russ's like passing yards and like stats? It's probably a good like, idea. It's probably something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's how fast that uh... – went downhill i mean it, it it's is. one year they have him for three more or whatever it is like you know it could turn around i mean with those pieces on de- on the defense i'd i'd still probably like him next year but you got to see something like towards I think they should bench him dude like it's not getting better very clearly is not getting better why risk it getting worse and like well, or getting hurt or something like that i don't know i don't, I don't think it, to this point it can get any worse i think from here I, it really i mean unless he gets hurt like you've already he's already played poorly this entire year like i i feel like if you bench him then it just completely makes your g i mean the gm will look like a complete idiot because he gave you three first round picks They're your entire future for this one guy and if you bench him then it's like oh did we make the right decision and then all this doubt comes in and i know the locker room's kind of divided right now and i think that has to do with coaching i think nathaniel hackett needs to be fired i he's not helping out the team in any way whatsoever um it's been evident this entire year with poor decisions like not taking ownership of the team it's like too soft-spoken to be a coach in my opinion yeah it's rough over there Denver. rogers got him that job <laughs> yeah he did he made him practice it's like um tom brady making um what's his stupid name um no Raiders, um, oh, McDaniel's. McDaniel's. Yeah, like he had a stint as a head coach and didn't go well, and goes to the Patriots. It went well when he was videotaping the other team's practice every week. <laughs> <laughs> Turns yep. out that's a pretty good way to get a dub in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that and deflating footballs. Yeah, they're, they're probably Still doing something it. right now. Still not over it. No, <laughs> ever. <laughs> um. All right, well, now we have Sunday Night Football. Dolphins going to play the Chargers. Um, Should be a fun game. Yeah. Game of the week. Yeah, definitely. Got flexed in there, so. Amazing, amazing Sunday Night Football game we got here. A lot, lot of playoff implications. Dolphins are, you know, they're much more likely to be in the playoffs. The Chargers got to win some games they're like one of these fringe playoff teams needs wins i'm i'm on the chargers plus three and a half here at home like this is do is they're in like do or die mode right now to get some wins they're at home mike williams i think will be back 
full arsenal of weapons. Basically, haven't had it all year. Uh, going against this Dolphins defense, which isn't, you know, anything. And, you know, we saw it against the 49ers. The, uh, if this left tackle, Teron Armstead, and their right tackle, I forget his name, like, you could get pressure. Uh, and, and Tua, it just it was not looking good for him uh, against the 49ers. So getting three and a half points at home, you know, I know the Chargers not really a home game, not really a home team or whatever, <laughs> but still in their home stadium in the dome. I think Justin Herbert could put on a little bit of a show here. Sunday night football that East Coast I, and West Coast travel too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, Dolphins I, fans don't travel well, right? But it's like the Chargers still aren't really like a home team when no. you think of them, you know. Well, but yeah, I'm on the I'm on the Chargers here. The Chargers. Corey. Yeah, I like the I like the Chargers too. But um, yeah, again, Sunday night games. I want points. Just I, I've spent the entire day watching football, and I, my last game I wanted to be. It's just because you want them. I I just want entertainment, and I want. <laughs> What's bet? I love it. I love that bet. Yeah, I mean, it's just give me all the points. Give me fifty-two and a half. Both high-power offenses. The one thing that does scare me though, Jalen Waddle did get hurt last week. He's a little bit questionable going into this week. I think he plays. Um, he was in and out of the game last week, but obviously I saw him catch one pass after he came in after he was hurt mm-hmm. and he took a hit and he was limping off the field. Um, but yeah, I, I think traveling back, uh, they were back in San Francisco last week, traveling back to California again this week. Um, I think that takes a toll on the Dolphins in their travel. Uh, I, I lean Chargers plus three and a half here, but give me the over. Over's gone four of the last five games for the um dolphins the over has gone over seven last nine times for the chargers at home so give me that i love points give me all the points and yeah lean chargers and i think probably the best young quarterback in the nfl now justin herbert at home yeah i i think we could be in for a show this sunday night all right last Corey, we haven't gotten a poem in a while. I know. I've been slacking. I know. <laughs> Next um, week for the Colts one, I'll get one. Yeah, I was going to say, whenever the it's only when the Colts are in his Good point. games Good point. that the teasers are there. That's not true. That the I, had a, I had a great Lamar Jackson one when they beat you the did. breaks off the Saints. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we got the <laughs> Patriots going to play the Cardinals uh, on Monday Night Football. Uh, believe. Wait, are the Patriots coming? No, they played. I'm trying to think. I know the Cardinals are coming off a bye. Patriots played. uh, Bills, Thursday night. Thank you. Thursday. Oh, okay. So, like, a little bit of an extended week for them. But, uh, yeah, the Cardinals should have their full arsenal of weapons. But maybe Rondell Moore, not sure if he's going to be back yet. But Marquise Brown, Hopkins, you know, I think Kyler's Kyler's healthy. We'll start with you, Alex. Yeah. Lock of the week, Patriots minus one and a half. This is just a flat-out coaching game, and Bill Belichick has uh, Thursday to Monday, so an extra kind of a mini-buy there. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury on the hot seat, not a good NFL coach to date, and the Cardinals are also terrible at home. So, Patriots minus one and a half. I think it's going to be a barn burner. I think this is going to go under probably the 44 and a half mark. 
Um, but I think the Patriots run game gets them there in the end. So Patriots minus one and a half. All right. Well, I'm on the other this. So this is the last leg of the teaser. So you got Vikings plus eight and a half. And then the Cardinals coming off of a buy at home, getting you to seven and a half points. Um with getting Marquise Brown and Hopkins there. It's just, I think the Cardinals are going to keep this game fairly close uh, against the Patriots who, you know, I don't think the Patriots are that great of a team. You know, they have a decent defense, but their offense is pretty lackluster. So I'll take the points. Um, getting it over seven with the Cardinals. I yeah, I, I like the, the that teaser. That's a pretty solid teaser. That's yeah. almost like a four unit teaser, in my opinion. There you um, go. The Corey stamp of approval. I, mean, I, I like I it. do like that too. Yeah, especially I, I agree with Alex. I think this is gonna be an under game. Patriots have no offense whatsoever. I mean, the, yeah. the run game, that's it. I mean, tell me the receivers. I mean, Jacoby Myers, Thornton, I mean, Nelson Aguilar. I mean, come on. I mean, they have no outside threats. I mean, this Actually, no, I would like I would like to take uh Judon over on his sacks on this game too, because the Cardinals offense line is abysmal. It is yeah. bad. The yeah. only thing that would save or for that not happening is Kyler Murray deciding to run around like a like an athlete, but I can I can see Judon getting there on on his over on sacks, which is probably if I had a guess, one and a half. It maybe not even that. That seems tie for sacks. But yeah. Let's see. FanDuel doesn't have it up yet. Hang on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's probably won't be up till before the game starts or Friday or Saturday, something like that. But I, I think it's a good pick. Um man, are you guys gonna catch me? Come on, I, I'm coming off, I'm coming off heaters, man. Corey, you've been Corey, you, 31 you and 19. Me. You're 32, 23, and 4. I'm 31 and 19. He My locks though. Record right now. You're nine and four on locks, I'm eight and five. I'm right there, PB. Yep. You two are crushing it this year. That's for sure. Yeah. Hey, well, like we always say, Sharps hit at 52%. So keep yeah. it up, boys. Oh, yeah, we, we got uh, Nick's picks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All just right. quickly yeah. run through them. Yeah, just run through them. And, and and I'll pretend to be his lock. I'll do his lock for him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's have Corey do Nick's lock with, with Nick's, uh, how he would say it too. So... Hang looks on. like you start the picks first. What? Got, yeah, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got the does he have two picks in this game? I don't I I think it's just the over. Okay. So Oh yeah, that that's my pick. Then. Yeah. Okay. So Nick's got the over in the Vikings Lions game at 53 and a half. He has Jets Bills over 43 and a half. Browns plus six against the Bengals. Seahawks minus, or sorry, I will say that one for last. He's got the 49ers, Bucks under 37 and a half points. Wow, that's a low total. That's so low. Um, <laughs> and then he's got the Dolphins minus three and a half against the Chargers on that Sunday night game. Yep. And his lock of the week, Nick, take it away. Yeah, so uh, my lock of the week here is uh, I'm taking the, you know, I'm going to take the Seahawks uh, minus three and a half. Um, you know, I'm not super confident in <laughs> this one, but 
I like Gino and the the Cardinals or sorry the the Panthers. They have I think Sam Darnold's their quarterback. That yeah, their their offense is it's just not good. And the the Seahawks yeah they have Gino. So for my Jordan Belford lock of the week, <laughs> the Seahawks minus three and a half. Yeah, all it, it, what you should have done is you should have talked really high and mighty on the Panthers and then taken the Seahawks. <laughs> I probably should have. That, that's what that's what Nick does. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> but uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. We'll be back. For <laughs> We'll be back for the uh, main slate on DraftKings. Um, only got, I mean, we still have some slates. We got a Christmas slate. We got the showdowns, but you know, on these big yeah. main slate games, we're narrowing it down. You got, we got about four weeks left of these, you know, ten plus slate games. So they can't get as worse as it did last week. So <laughs> it's got to go up. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, we can get back into our hot streak on the DFS side this week. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time.